How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. My name is Tanner. Um, I always feel weird because I can't really pronounce my own name. People think I say Tater because I say Tay or Tan. I don't know what it is. Um, But it's pretty stupid. Um, Well, this is my stoned start um obviously normally i'm not going to be high but uh well maybe sometimes you know it is a common occurrence for me um but yeah i i honestly i have trouble even saying my own name sometimes like it doesn't feel like my name um i don't know if i am having an identity crisis constantly. I'm not comfortable in my own skin. I have no idea. But for some reason it just comes out wrong. Or it's the way I talk. Like when I say I say a bag, like a bag of groceries. And most people think that sounds terrible. Um, like it should be bag. I used to have an argument with my friend in college about this. An ongoing argument. And I've had it with other people throughout my life. Um... It's bag, but that doesn't sound right. I'm going to go get a bag of groceries. Um, I guess if you overpronounce it too much, it's more just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to go get a bag. Bag. Um, but I'm going to get a bag of groceries. So when I say my name is Tanner, Tan. I don't know. Tanner. Tanner. It just doesn't, f- it just I like it when other people say it and when I hear it, but uh, for some reason I don't like saying my own name. I don't know what that is. It's pretty bizarre. Not totally uncommon for one of my complexes. Um, but uh, anyway, it's going pretty good. What do you, what do you think? It's going pretty good. Um, Running out of things to talk about already. That was a great little bit. I started off the top. Really just fantastic stuff. Um, I guess normally I would have some kind of uh, like a list of things that I've thought about, things I've been thinking about, so I'll have to start doing that. Um, just write down what I've been ranting about or thinking about lately, whether it's uh, something stupid like politics or, you know, just whatever other stupid social thing that I noticed um, because I I probably sound like a pretentious fucking asshole too. But that's okay. Um, I guess everybody is that wants to do something like this. <coughs> Hope the recording sounds good. Can't wait to not listen to it later. Um, I just bought this whole mic set up here. I got a... I spent $700 of money I don't have because I was scared about the future of my job and I said, what the fuck am I going to sit here worrying about my job for when I don't even care about it, really. I like the people, but I don't give a shit about the company necessarily. I mean, I like the place, but I don't 
I don't strive to just make them a bunch of money. That's not my goal in life. Um, I don't really know what my goal in life is, except for I want to be financially set. At some point, not necessarily rich. I just, you know, I don't like worrying about it. I don't want to live in this tiny little shithole. Um, but, uh, oh fuck, what was the point? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of this. But, uh, anyway, oh shit, I, I just pause it, I, I'm going to confess, I paused it and listened back, because I forgot what I was talking about. Um, yeah, I just bought this little mic setup here, $700 of money that I don't have, um, but, uh, you know, I got the whole shebang, I got a little boom mic. I think it's called a boom or just like an arm or something. Um, a shock mount, whatever that does. I guess it keeps... Um, actually, I don't know what that part does exactly. It keeps it all in place. Oh yeah, I guess it just keeps it all in place here on the um, on the stand. Um, oh, I the very first try, I opened up my mic, plugged in the cord that it came with. came with this big set... It was really terribly packaged, just like tape all around it. Said this is one piece, do not open. It came in a massive box, inside of a massive box, um, and it was terribly put together. It looked like maybe something happened, because there was a delay in the shipment. Something happened, and they just replaced, put the box that it broke, taped it all up, and then put it in a giant, a even bigger box. Um, it was way bigger than I thought it was going to be, but that's fine. I got it all. I plugged in the XLR cable. I'm learning all the words. Um, I plugged it in, and it seemed like it was really tight to get in there. It had a lock. The other end plugged into my monitor, my focus right. Um, God, I don't know any of the words. I'm terrible. But, uh... I plugged it in that end and it was totally fine. I could move it in and out, no problem. But then I plugged it into the mic and it just felt like I had to force it in there. It locked in there finally and I was like, okay, it's fine. Um, had it on there for a while. It was working. No problems working. But uh, when I tried to get it off, because this mic stand, the arm comes with a cord attached to it. It's all built into it. Um, so you can hang it and I can adjust the mic and move it around the room. Um, like a professional studio looking. I mean, that's the one piece that's professional. I guess I got a nice computer now. But uh, everything else about it is fucking pretty amateur. I don't know. What I'm just, I just press record and this is it. So hopefully I don't have to do anything else. Um, anyways, Jesus, I'm long-winded. I could not basically what i'm saying is i got it stuck in there the very first time i plugged it in i it locked into place i could not get it out i th the lock broke on the xlr cable inside the microphone could not figure out how to get it out um well luckily i just googled it on youtube or pff, searched it on youtube searching on google it came up on youtube 
Um, it's funny how that's just a word now. Google, I Googled it on YouTube. <laughs> I, I was able to unscrew part of it on the end where the cord is or where the actual like wires are and was able to take it. The lock fell out. It was broken instantly. Um, I'm still able to use it. It just doesn't lock anymore. And I guess that's all right. But this other one, the one I know it was the shitty cord. It must have been too big or something. I don't know if they're different sizes because, again, I know nothing. But I uh, the cord that was on the arm boom stand, whatever the fuck it's called, perfectly just slipped in, clicked in there. No problem. I could get it in and out. No problem. Wasn't, I didn't have to force it. So I wish I hadn't forced that one in there the first time and realized that it just wasn't supposed to be that tight. I thought it was just supposed to be super tight fit because I have no idea. Although I have plugged them in before, but it's been a while and I wasn't really paying attention before. Um. Anyway, I hope you guys are really enjoying this content. Um, I'll make sure to continue and keep you updated with my all my my entire life. Um. God, what a fucking just expression of narcissism this is. Um, the more I'm doing it, the more I'm realizing that. But I guess I just am kind of a narcissist, not a terrible, you know, I'm not like hurting people with my narcissism that much. Um, but, and I don't think, the thing is I'm a, like a negative narcissist. I don't I think about myself a lot, but not... Uh, I guess, like, I don't act like I... Oh, fuck, maybe I do. I don't know. Um, I'm generally kind to people. I used to be a lot more kind. People thought I was, like, the nicest kid. Didn't fucking ever... I was just such a sweet boy, you know? But I was just quiet. Um, Not that I'm not nice. I feel like I wish the best for people, and I always treat people with respect. Um, But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Um, wow, these tangents, terrible. But maybe that's what's going to be good about it, I don't know. Um, I do like that I can just rest my face right on this fuzzy microphone top. Can you hear that? That's, that's probably my, you can probably hear that scratching. Um, but it is a nice quality, I gotta say. If I must say myself, and I must, it's nice. Um, I mean, it's probably not anything that any professional would actually use. They probably use $1,000 microphones and setups and all that shit. And I spent, I guess I spent 700 total with all the stuff. But, um, I mean, this little box that I'm recording on the monitor is teeny tiny. Um, let me just snag this real quick here. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend if you, well, if you do buy this kit, I guess it's pretty good. It's a pretty good deal everything here um, do not plug in 
the XLR cable into the microphone if it's too tight. If it feels like it's doesn't if it's feels like you're forcing it in there, don't do it. I mean you could say that about a lot of things. But especially in the XLR cable world. Um so what I got here is a it's a USB audio interface. I'm calling it a monitor because that's probably like the really old school way of calling something like that where it just like you have everything plugged into one device and it goes you know out into other devices or maybe the monitor is more just for like a replaying sound like a speaker on the stage or something I know there's that type of monitor who knows you know I guess I'll never know no one knows it's in one of those life's greatest mysteries Oh, let's see, I could get some speakers to play out of here, and then I could have my whole setup. And I would have to unplug it and plug it back in. Well, I guess that doesn't matter. It's Humphrey. It's hum Humphrey. Two Humphrey balanced out outputs. Um, so, you know, make sure your Humphreys are balanced. I wish I could like take a phone call or something. I don't know who would ever call me or how I could set that up. I would love to just do some kind of live thing and I just give advice to people I without having any sort of qualifications at all. Um, I feel like, again, I'm an arrogant, narcissistic, um, you know, person, but... <laughs> I don't know why it took me so long to think of that. I feel like I give good advice. I try to put things in perspective and uh, using think about things logically. So people, at least for other people, I'm not exactly good at doing it for myself. Or I tell myself things, but I can't stop my thoughts from happening still. But when people tell, it's different. If somebody tells you something to like, you know, you're doing this and you're not fucking up and... Um, you know, that means a lot more than if you're trying to tell yourself that. Um, so, I don't know where I'm going to post this or if this is even a real thing. Or if I'm just talking to nobody. I mean, I am talking to nobody, but I don't know if any anyone will ever hear this, you know. Maybe in like 40 years when I die or two years when I die after getting hit by a car, somebody, my family will look through my computer and find this audio file and listen to it and that'll be that'll be the last they can listen to this forever and my niece can uh, she can listen to it and be like that was my uncle he made one recording on a computer what a great man <laughs> um, or they'll just listen to it a couple times and be like well that's fucking crazy something you know he had this ambition that he never told any of us about. Um, or not ambition, but this he had something he wanted to do with his life and um you know, that is that is something that I'm struggling with right now. Even I bought all the shit, I told one person that I bought all of it. And he's a fifty year old musician named Kai. Um, he's amazing. He's my bar back at work. Um but uh, I told him because I know he's no judgment. He understands, I think, just, uh, you know, the the toughness of putting your stuff. I mean, uh, we've talked about it, but putting yourself out there and 
letting people, you know, just putting yourself out there is really, really hard. And like, you know, I could say that I'm doing this. I can tell everybody I'm going to do this. And then if I don't do it, I mean, what am I, you know, it's like those people that, you know, say they're a comedian and they, you know, they don't really perform comedy or do anything like that or like an artist and they don't really make any art or they only like kind of dabble with it but I feel like you gotta start oh I'm gonna offend somebody here maybe I should just shut up but as far as like telling people that's what you do with your life you know you gotta kind of start to make a living um not even a living but you gotta do it like all the time you gotta like be actively doing it all the time. You can't just say, I am a musician. I haven't played in like two years. Or, you know, I'm a comedian, but I'm afraid to go on stage or something like that, which is probably something I've thought about myself. Um, I don't know <laughs> if this is funny at all. Maybe maybe some people are picking up on some humor or enjoying this in a funny way, and I hope that's the way that it's being taken at least, not just a sad... Um, sad rant to nobody it is kind of weird though you put on the headphones I, I tried it without my headphones for a minute there and it just it did not it didn't feel right it didn't feel like I was recording something or talking to people this feels more like somebody's listening to me um I don't hate the sound of my voice like I thought I would um I don't think I could watch myself if I was in something like actors talk about that, I, I don't think I would be able to sit there and actually look at myself like on camera or in a movie or something, but I can listen into my voice. Isn't so bad. I guess I, I, I always think it's going to sound more embarrassing than it is. Um, wish I wasn't so nasally, but obviously I'm just, creating things in my head because that's what I do um you know I beat myself up and that kind of shit I don't be sad alright I know tons of people that do that kind of shit most people do that kind of shit if you don't do that kind of shit I usually think there's something wrong with you uh, some people maybe too much or dwell on it too much I feel like I get like that and I try to just be like it's all good I, I feel like shit today I feel awful, I feel stupid, and blah, 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 but I, I'm always like, eh, it'll be fine tomorrow, kind of thing. Like, if somebody was like, my coworker, he he struggles with this kind of stuff a lot, and he'll make jokes about suicide packs and stuff like that, and I do worry about him sometimes, but I do know that I, I get like that. I'm not, I wasn't when I was his age, exactly, before his at that age, I guess I was in high school, but when I was like 21, I was having the time of my life. Although, you know, a few years later, I had a pretty hard time. But pretty much since then, it's not been like, you know, you get a little down, but it's not like wallowing in self-pity, I guess. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. There's going to be a lot of those moments where I start and stop. And uh hate everything that I said and regret. Maybe I said too something too much. I'm probably gonna I've already offended people that I, I love, probably. Um or hopefully they can understand. 
um, how this works and how my brain works better. Um, speaking of brains, I just watched The Killer Inside or some whatever the fuck it's called. Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. Um, did not know he was bisexual. That was pretty crazy to find out. I guess, I mean, I don't really care. It's fine. But I just, <laughs> just weird. I, I felt like they at, I didn't know that that was a news story about it. Um, I don't know if that was something that they were trying to get sympathy for him um, in some way at the end, and they just made it up. But the, oh God, the two guys, the guy who was the quarterback in at a high, at his high school with Aaron Hernandez, um, and they were good friends, apparently had a gay relationship with him in high school, and he's got just the meathead kind of dad, this guy. I don't know. He really seemed like he was putting it on, and maybe he's okay with it, really. Maybe he's not. But it felt like, honestly, the whole thing was just fake, the way that they talked about it. And, like, the none of them, it's like, I think it's... <laughs> Like they're cool with it. It's cool with if you're not. My son's not gay. Now nah, he's bisexual, dog. Like he was so just like, like they could not say that they were gay at all. That that's, but they. I think what they were settling on is, and his dad was okay with him being bisexual. It's like yeah, you know what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room, but that doesn't mean I'm gay or nothing. You know I made get fucked in the ass a few times by my bros but you know that's just horsing around with the bros you know um no big deal anyway i don't know if anyone saw that but it was it was definitely an interesting documentary i i remember hearing about it obviously but i just i didn't i guess i didn't pay too much attention to it maybe because it was a patriot or i was just kind of like oh here's some guy i didn't really I you know I never paid attention to the Patriots, but um, and it kind of happened like the Seahawks were really good at that time, or they just started to get good with Russell Wilson, and I was I kind of hadn't been into them throughout college. I used to be into them when I was a kid, and then I kind of got out. I mean they were pretty bad. I definitely watched them at the Super Bowl with Matt Hasselbeck, and I slowly started. We started watching a little bit in college, but I wasn't watching the NFL wasn't playing fantasy football and doing all that stuff and now I know like every player and I'm involved in all the drama and everything not involved but I pay attention to it like Antonio Brown and all that crap um but yeah I mean I knew Aaron Hernandez killed someone and then killed someone in prison I definitely remember that pretty pretty well um but uh <coughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seemed it just seemed a little put on the whole the whole gay aspect. I just felt like just be based on the guy that was saying it. Like I don't know. I mean, not that I couldn't believe that they were doing stuff and they're you know super broy and like repressed and. Um, you know, they're all working out and naked together all the time. You know, there's there's definitely some things about that that's, like, always kind of questionable. A lot of patting on the butt in baseball and stuff. 
but they're, they're always naked around each other and stuff, which is whatever. If you're comfortable, you're comfortable. And if you buy a game, whatever, and all that stuff, it doesn't matter who you are or who you want to fuck. But it just seemed a little, a little. I don't know. I, I you just have to go watch watch that interview or watch if you're gonna watch a documentary, do it. But those two guys, they just didn't seem. They just seemed fake. It's like did did that come out? I don't remember if that came out while he was still alive or if that came out afterwards. And if it came out afterwards, I'm a little suspicious of it, if that's the only incident of it. But maybe there's more. I guess maybe they, there was a few other ones that they glossed over and talked about briefly. Um, but I don't know. They just seem like these two guys, that they could have been opportunists in some way, and they came up with this way of... I don't know, trying to latch on to the controversy or make it make themselves a part of it and get some kind of deal out of it. Like maybe he can he's gonna write a book about being Aaron Hernandez a bisexual lover. Um, I don't know. They just seemed a little fake to me. Um overall it's pretty good pretty good. Pretty good little doc. Pretty good little docu-series, you know. Netflix pumping out the docu-series. There's one called Don't Fuck With Cats or something like that. Um, just a bad name. Really, really fucking dumb name. Um, I guess it was about a cat mutilator or something, and people hunted him down and found evidence and like on the internet. It sounds actually kind of a, a cool story, but I don't know if I could watch that. It's, you know cat mutilators i think they were posting videos on the internet i could just be full of shit but um yeah i don't want that you know I, netflix is kind of kind of weird kind of funny I, I mean it's great and i love it and i respect it i used to love it when it first came out sending me discs in the mail when it was started streaming boy it was fucking awesome boy oh boy oh gee whiz um it was just so cool. I mean, they came out with some strong shows. They had House of Cards, Rest in Peace, Kevin Spacey, uh, Orange is the New Black. Uh, I forget what else. I had s Oh, BoJack Horseman, I think, was an original. Yeah, which is a great show. That one actually is great. House of Cards was great. Actually, they all were, were great. I think Orange is the, is the New Black. I don't, I don't watch it anymore. I don't watch either of those other ones anymore. Um, House of Cards. I do watch BoJack. Um, but it, it came out real strong. Had lots of great stuff on there. I feel like their movie selection is pretty bad. I feel like you can't find like a movie in the past year that you want to see ever on there. I They come out with a lot of original stuff, which I like the idea of. But man, I just feel like most of it is not very good. Like they have not had... A real, real winner. Not like HBO, which just cranks them out. I mean, sure, Game of Thrones didn't end well, but it was amazing. They've got Curve. This Watchmen show was the best fucking thing I've seen in a long time. Um, But they really just... They just... Everything is pretty good, at least. Like, they don't have anything that's a real clunker. Just a real bad... I mean, maybe there's something I wouldn't like or care for, but uh, Netflix puts out some real stinkers. 
some of those sci-fi shows I tried to watch, Altered Carbon was so boring. It looked beautiful, but just, I don't know, just wasn't great, really. Like, they have great ideas, great visuals, a lot of production value, and they let people, it's almost like they let people have too much freedom, um, which is, like, the opposite of what you'd think you'd want to hear, but I get I get there's there's got to be a balance between, you know, network television, which is their hands are in everything, and they want it a certain way, or, like, a Netflix where it's complete and total, utter freedom, and they'll just put anything on there, like, fucking... A David Lynch movie I just watched last night, or short movie, where it's just him interviewing like an old noir, a fucking monkey, talking a little monkey, and it was bizarre and it was interesting to watch because it was kind of funny, just because it was so bizarre. But it's like, is that is that really a good piece of like cinema? Am I? I'm never gonna watch it again unless somebody that I was with really wanted to watch it with me, or just hadn't seen it and they were they wanted to watch it you know it's only 15 minutes but i i mean i don't know netflix just hasn't put out anything amazing the witcher was is you know from what i watched it was pretty good but i don't think it's gonna be great it doesn't sound like every, everyone's not like it's not amazing it's not like watchmen you know, it's not like Game of Thrones was or Breaking Bad or The Sopranos or just random shows like that. AMC, speaking of quality, I mean, they had Breaking Bad. Walking Dead was pretty good for a long time. Apparently, it's better again now. Um, who knows? I don't, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. Um, but Better Call Saul is amazing. Um, they probably have some other good ones I don't even know about. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is about Netflix. Just so, it's just too much content, you know? And a lot of things decided by, they talk about the, oh my God, I left this shit boiling. Okay, figuring this thing out. No need to worry, I did not burn down my house. Um, I guess I went, it was boiling water. I was cleaning out my pipe stem. Yep. That's exactly right. Um, pretty cool, of course, because I'm a stoner. I forgot and left it boiling this entire time that I've been talking into this, which is like 30 fucking minutes at this point. Who's going to want to listen to this? Me talking about my favorite TV shows to some person? Nobody gives a shit. Why don't we keep doing it? Because I was just thinking... <laughs> Obviously, as I established before, I'm a narcissist. But also, this could just be a cool little time capsule for me. Um, if somebody were to find this in some in the event of a great tragedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds like I'm going to kill myself. I'm not. I just was thinking that it might be, maybe I'll never use it. Or maybe it'll just have some personal recordings of mine. Um what was I talking about? Too much content on Netflix. Um, I do think that that's a real thing. Um, it's like they... Oh, I was going to start talking about the algorithms that they use. Um, they were talking about this on Always Sunny and in this Black Mirror episode too. About how the algorithms that they use 
to figure things out they just don't they don't quite really represent how people actually feel it's like yes they're watching these certain things um but when you like you're taking the humanity out i think that's what they said on always sunny something about if that's all you follow is the algorithm even though logically or computer logically it makes sense it doesn't really make sense in real life um you know, taking the humanity out of the situation is what's ruining it. Um, so Netflix's problem is they're like, well, yeah, people like sci-fi. People like dark, gritty, sci-fi, like all these buzzwords. And so that's like, well, let's create something that's dark, gritty, sci-fi. And then they just think about creating that rather than somebody that just has like a really great idea about anything. Um, I guess that probably happens too. There's all sorts of, there's good shit on there too. But a lot of it is just based on um, fucking, their sci-fi shows are just so bad. That's all I was basing it on. Um, let's see here. going to switch it up a bit. And I'm going to go into talking about um, politics, you know. Man, that Trump guy, hey. All right, enough of politics. Move on to sports. Oh, let's talk about the World Series cheating or the Astros cheating. I love it because I'm a Mariner fan and they're in my division and fuck the Astros. Um, I love it in that it's getting a lot of attention to baseball. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it sounds like something maybe, you know, some people think that I listen to that, you know, that we should give the titles to the Dodgers or completely strip their records, blah, blah, blah. And then other people, you know, I just heard this one thing from Bill Burr, the my inspiration for this uh, rant that I'm laying upon you. Um, he was just saying that, I guess, people, I mean, people have been cheating for a long time and there's always been something like that. And they also have cameras of the game going on uh like during the game like they're pl like the live broadcast that we watch on TV is filmed from the back behind you can see the catcher's um hands and what they're and the codes and all that stuff and all the so how is it any different now that i think about it i mean if you're watching the broadcast in the dugout well, i guess it's because they can relay to players instantly what it's going to be um so like they flash a little sign and like immediately the pitcher throws the pitch so even if you were in the dugout watching the broadcast on tv live well there's always a second delay so i guess that wouldn't work okay that's what it is yeah there's a delay um but you can still learn like what the s signals mean although that doesn't help either because you would need, let's see, I think Bill Burr was wrong, actually, now that I think about this. Maybe I'm thinking about it wrong, but if, you, I mean, you can't watch the live, live game. There's always going to be a slight delay, so in that time, you would have to relay from the dugout to the hitter what the pitch is going to be, and there's just not enough time for that. You'd have to yell, it's going to be a ball, or, I mean, it's going to be a curveball. It's going to be a fastball, fastball. Like, you have to just yell that 
so quickly they wouldn't have time to like swing or not they'd already be swinging um so i guess in the stand especially if they're using the buzzer system the trash can works too i guess somebody's watching with a telescope is that what it is <laughs> or binoculars and they're watching the uh the crotch of the they just have it f the, like their binoculars for the entire game fixated on the crotch of the catcher of the other team and then maybe it's at the pitcher but i think the catcher's the one calling the the pitches so and they're putting up the one or the two one or the two is code for whatever pitch um whatever whatever the symbol is so somebody would be watching in the outfield and then immediately then they'd bang on the trash can i think for it was either they bang for fastball or bang for not fastball that's basically it was one or two because you can't really be like two bangs you don't have enough time for two bangs is is curveball three bang. i mean th if they're cheating like that it'd be like they'd be hitting every single pitch um that was a strike at least but in this case, it'd be more like, yeah, they're only going to swing at fastballs. That's it. I'm going to fuck around with the other pitchers. Um, so, yeah, they must have just had like a binoculars focused right onto the guy's junk the entire game, just sitting there watching those balls. Um, and then once they figure out what the codes are that probably wouldn't happen at the beginning of the game because maybe it changes every day um though i feel like the second baseman or shortstop or something could be the one relaying the info to the batters just as a traditional game there's got to be some kind of like they can see the second baseman should be able to see but eh, it's pretty far away maybe not they flash it really fast Wait, why would the second baseman have been doing that? Oh, but the guy all running on second, excuse me. If you if you had somebody on second, then they could be looking and be like, fastball's coming, fastball's coming. But they'd have to yell it, and that wouldn't work. Um, yeah, so they must be just looking at the catcher's dick. And they see the sign for fastball. Once they learn that that's the sign for fastball, they bang on the trash can. Or... Yeah, it must be, yeah, the bangs were only for fastballs. Because otherwise, they'd, there's like three, four other pitchers the pitcher could have. Pitches that the pitcher could have. And they'd be banging way too much. They'd be banging for everything that's not a fastball. But it's like, if you hear that sound, get ready to swing. Here it comes. Um, I do wonder if, like, I bet the catchers or pitchers or somebody picked up on it. It's like, every fucking time I throw a fastball, I hear a bang. Like, you may not, you probably wouldn't think anything of it, maybe the first whatever amount of times. But if it's happening all throughout the same game, then you'd probably notice. Um, I don't know, maybe they, they only did it in crucial moments or something. Like, maybe... Um, Maybe they're just playing normal and they are pretty good, like just a regular pretty good team. But then if they were down and they needed to win the game or um, they had a guy on second already, then they would start cheating just so it wasn't like totally all the time. Um, like maybe they would just cheat enough just to win and then they would stop, you know. 
And if they gave up five runs after that, they wouldn't bother anymore, so they don't get caught. So they, ch- I don't know. Or maybe it was literally every single pitch, every single batter of every game was orchestrated like that. But I just feel like somebody, where the fuck? If you're in the stands, you're in the stands, and there's somebody, what, what is the fucking sitting there <laughs> with a trash can and a bat watching with binoculars so intensely and every once in a while just banging a trash can but never taking their focus off of the fucking game with their binoculars. Well, I, I, God, there's a lot of questions. Who are these people fucking doing that? Are they just, do they look like normal fans out there? They're just dressed up in Astros outfits or whatever team was doing it, what other teams are doing it. Um, they just go to every game with a trash can and bang on it. And that's that that's what they do. That's their fandom. That's their thing. Like the guy who dresses up at Seahawks games and paints his face or there used to be a guy at the Mariners game. What the fuck? Was he a dancer or something? He would always be dancing or something. He would always get on the jumbo screen at the Mariner games. And now I can't remember what he was what his thing was. I feel like it was dancing. Like you'd always is like, oh, there's that guy. He's the super fan, kind of thing. Um. Anyway, maybe that's that's just what he was. Oh, there's the Astro fan with the trash can. Ha ha ha. Classic. He likes to bang on his trash can totally randomly, out in the middle of the field. Or I don't fucking know. Wasn't somebody in the dugout? But why? Why would anyone not be like? Why the fuck is there somebody in the dugout randomly? <laughs> hitting on a trash can just nobody was like lined it up with oh they're doing it every time this is happening no they're just some guy banging on a trash can that's what he does all the games I really actually don't understand it at all now that I think about it I mean the logistics of it I understand how that they're stealing signs and relaying it so they can hit it but I I need to learn more about how they actually went about it. Um, maybe I'll continue that on another podcast. <coughs> All right, so I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna maybe I'll make a list of things, returning topics, um, burning questions my audience have. Um, Find out about how they stole the signs. I'll be sure to report that. I'm sure if you give a shit at all, you'd just look it up yourself, so you don't need me to report about report on it. Um, when I was in my notes here, I just. I just looked at I have I have a terrible habit of like I'll start stuff and just not finish it. My god, who knows? This might be the only one of these I ever do and I just get discouraged. And uh, this is it. You know, that's why I'm just going to talk for a long time and hopefully, you know, I could use something from it or I guess I could edit it. Um take out stupid boring parts um 
But I kind of like the idea of just blabbing on as well. But I can't go on for too long. I do have to have some more interesting uh, things to talk about. Because, I mean, I guess I could just give my opinion on the day-to-day events of the world. Uh, but I just start stuff and stop start stuff and stop it. I do one thing. Make lists all the time. And uh, I'll do part. I guess I do some things. But, like, I took care of it. But. I you know I was reading Watchmen, when I right before I watched the series, I decided to read the comic, and I started writing down. I was like, oh, I want to remember all these characters because I have a terrible memory, and I always seem to forget specifics, like way later on down the road. And I thought maybe if I wrote it down, as I went, just kind of made notes about the story, like, like oh, this is that guy. Mo Vernon, remember Mo Vernon, you know, from this story. I thought he was going to be an important character, and it's just like, it was a cool tidbit. Anyway, that was the only note that I wrote down. Just, I don't even remember, I think he was the guy that, Hollis Mason, or one of them, one of the heroes, had an interaction with, he worked at the car shop with his father, or something like that, and he told stories, or um anyways i i don't know i started writing it down and i never wrote anything else down from the book not one thing i have one sentence so i just opened that up and saw that and was just um you know now i have one note on the next page throwing out that last page but now i have one note about look into how the astros stole signs you know I need to get back. I have a duty to my fan, to my fans. Um, they need to find out how exactly that went down. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see here. Starting and stopping. Lots of different moments of that in my life. Um, Mainly involving stuff, something like this. I guess I did try to start a podcast with a friend. Um, we did one, never did it again, mostly because of me. I think he really wanted to do it. In fact, I know he did, and I probably hurt his feelings pretty bad because I, I don't even know. I don't even know what happened. I just, again, I got self-conscious and decided I fucking didn't like it and all this stuff, and I just ran away from it. Um, I feel bad about that, but what are you going to do? I don't know. Maybe this one will stick. Who knows? Maybe I finally reached that point where, I mean, what the fuck else am I going to do besides get high and watch TV and play video games, you know, and I could take out the get high part, but I'd probably still just be watching TV and like drinking, um, but I don't really like drinking that much. I mean, I love it for socializing and going out and doing things and, like, having a a night out. I love that. But I don't like to just do it all the time as, like, my, my day-to-day nightcap. Um, I really hope, really hope my friends just, like, they, you know, everybody continues, like, they'll drink it. We'll get together and we'll have fun here and there, but not, like, not quit completely because they think they have a drinking problem. That would suck. You know, I I never felt like we were that bad compared to 
there's lots of people fucking up their life and um you know i w- waking up and drinking and just like having nips all the time or whatever the fuck it is having a flask you know it's not that kind of stuff i used to drink a lot on the weekends and more of course maybe like four days a week um getting pretty drunk a lot of those nights when we did um and there's nothing wrong with having to drink every day one one or two here and there maybe take a day off but you know can't be drinking that much all the time even on the weekends like just just like anything doing too much of something like that will just it won't make it as special or fun you know it's not going to be it's going to be way more exciting if and just fun and yeah if you like space it out you don't not going to get sick of it it's like oh here we are drunk again it's like no let's let's plan it out and you know all um you know we're going to have this amazing time at this date and then we'll take time off um not even plan time off it's just not all the time it doesn't have to be this big official thing or i'm taking a bunch of time off and just totally done with drinking from here on out yay me um but it could just be like I think hopefully you understand what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Uh, I just keep coming back, and I'm now I'm starting to fill myself with doubt. Where it's like Jesus, like honestly, who's gonna want to listen to this? Um, but I'll keep going. I'll probably be saying this forever. So hopefully that doesn't bother you, because a lot of people when you talk negative about yourself. Some people get it, and it's like they think it's funny, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Life, huh? <laughs> you know, and other people are like, why would you say that? Are you sad? Like, yeah. Like, ah. like, like I, d- I say a lot of likes. I hope that's not annoying. Um, I grew up in the 90s. That's my excuse. But, yeah, some people just don't get that kind of, like, it's not that I'm depressed or sad or see the world as negative. I feel like I'm pretty like glasses half full a lot of the times. Right? That's at least the advice I would give and the outlook I have and on life in general. I think things are beautiful. I enjoy joyful moments. I don't want to just wallow in self-pity. I don't like that. And just because I tend to have it, I'm not afraid of it, doesn't mean that I like that or prefer it. I just like to be honest and straightforward anytime I can. I think that's really the only and but not to like a dickish degree. Not like a Larry David on on the show Larry David where it's just like you just say saying everything you think is not the goal. That is not like that's you're an asshole if you just say everything you think and that's your thing. Man, I just I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Fuck you. Like that is not a good trait. Um I do think you can say what you want to say, but say it nicely and pick, you got to pick your battles for the most part. If somebody asks you bluntly something and they're like, tell me honestly, I'll tell them honestly. If they're really pissing me off and I think they really deserve to hear it, you know, maybe I'll tell them off and tell them, but I, I've got to be in a pretty bad mood or just like that zone where I really am just like, I don't fucking care. Fuck this shit. Um, But, uh, fuck, 
my train of thought is the worst. It's the worst. This is why I relate to Bill Burr so much. I just, I just go off on tangents. I start complaining about something. I get like these weird little anger blackouts where I just like, not like violent and like I'm blacking out. I do remember it, but I just like, I don't really remember specifics of what I say sometimes in those moments or I just forget what I was previously thinking about because now my mind's on like a new wavelength or whatever, um, you know, it's firing a different, a neuron or, you know, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. Um, let's see here. It's too many ums and all that. Is that annoying? You know? Let me know in the chat what you think. I, I'm i going to keep doing this because I actually kind of like it. It's kind of therapeutic, even though there's nobody listening. And I'm not getting any answers, but I, I feel like I'm putting this down somehow. That's uh, something I've always wanted with my thoughts. I'm not a very good writer. I'm ter- I mean, I have terrible penmanship. I'm not the best with grammar. I'm better verbally. I feel like I can get my point across really well most of the time. Um, I can explain things pretty well and, but in like basic terms, but I can't, and I, and I can write a technical paper, but it's like going to be very too technical or something. Not, I just have a hard time like expressing all my thoughts in a word and like putting it in a format that would be readable. Um, you know, because I go on so many tangents, and I guess and it's like, oh, now I want to explore this little topic. I say something about what I, the larger topic that I'm trying to talk about, and then I'll just, oh, I find a little tiny part of it and go off on a tangent on that and try to get back to the end. Um, I guess that's what a lot of comedy bits do. Um, speaking on that. That's something I've always wanted to do, of course. Of course, I would say that, you're thinking. Um, but I'm too scared to get on stage, flat out, just, yeah, too scared. Um, I don't know, and I, I have a hard time, like, structuring it like that, I guess. Every time I've tried to write stuff like that, and I always, man... When I I hated what I wrote the last time when I tried to, I was like trying to practice it and say it out loud and I just felt so weird and awkward. I don't know. There's something about it that I wasn't doing right. Maybe this will help me. Just I don't know. Maybe this will help me just like be able to put my thoughts and arrange them better. But or maybe it'll just be a dump of of th- random thoughts and feelings that. Nobody or very little people will ever listen to. Probably posthumous, posthumously, posthumous, po- posthumously. Um, I know the word. I do. I, I promise. I, sw- I swear. Um, I just I don't know. I always forget how to say it. Posthumous, posthumously. <laughs> Posthumously. Is that, is that that easy? Um, 
Oh God, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah, wanted to be a comedian. Um, it's just always been my dream. I said it in high school, that in freshman year when the teacher asked, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" I said I wanted to be a comedian, and he said, "Oh, that's great. Are you funny?" And I said, "No." And I got a, a pretty good laugh, and I was pretty happy with myself. Obviously, I never forgot that moment. That was my one and only comedic moment, and I never forgot it. But, uh, I mean, I have had other moments like that where, you know, as a bartender especially, where I've had moments where I really did, I feel like came up with a pretty good one or just said something funny on the fly that was actually pretty good. You know, a lot of stupid things, too, that just, like, customer service based kind of response that was kind of dad jokey um but i've also had some really good ones i've got some real good belly laughs and those always feel good but i don't remember any specific ones usually at least not right now um but that other one i definitely remember that that was uh i don't know i never pursued it though i guess i just that's one of my things is i never try i never take it to that next step of trying and do it. I just kind of go with the flow and hang. I'm just hanging out, just chilling, bro. Um, let's see. Yeah, wanted to be a comedian. I. The thing is about me is I've always felt as like a type of person. I, my theory about that is comedians, and maybe I I just adopted this or heard this from someone else, but I feel like comedian is like my type of person like there's i don't even know it's so easy just to like there's uh, people are way more complex than this obviously not jocks and bros and nerds and whatever but comedian was always that's those are the types of people that when i look at and listen to those are the types of people i respond to the most i always felt like i thought alike like them i deal with things a lot like them and i don't so people like see it as like a sad thing to like laugh at stuff and i i just don't understand that at all at all um it's just a way of life really i mean it's it's a philosophy and life and how to deal with life and things and tragedy and all that stuff um it doesn't even lots of comedians are tragic because those are the ones that succeed and are really good but just having that comedic, like I haven't had anything terribly tragic happen to me. Maybe that's why I never fully became a comedian. Because it wasn't like I had this moment where I was like, oh God, I'm gonna, I got nothing else to live for. This My life is terrible. I gotta just become a comedian or nothing else. Like Daniel Tosh said, if I don't become a comedian by whatever he said, I think he was like, if I don't become a comedian by 38, I'm gonna kill myself. And that was it. Like So he just set out to be, he gave himself like 10 years whatever it was wasn't doing anything like I am kind of but he gave himself that ultimatum he got to some kind of rock bottom which I never have really had I guess because I have good friends really good friends and great friends and great family and all that kind of stuff and they're always I've always got I've always had people there um in that sense I mean not day to day night to night like I in the last for the most of my late 20s but um, but I've always, yeah, I've always, I just haven't had a tragic life or anything and pretty much almost every, most famous people have, you know, a lot of comedians, I guess, just got made fun of, but 
that's definitely a common thing where somebody like Stephen Colbert, his whole family died, you know, like or half of his family died and he had a large family. Just things like that where um you know, they either have some kind of way in a lot of money or some kind of thing like that. They're filled with this greater sense that they can do something if you have that kind of thing. So they get in and like they make themselves into something more because they have this giant confidence that comes with, I think, just the richer you are, the more options you have, the more you feel like you can succeed. It's just a mindset, you know. And so like the ones that aren't like rich are the ones that have birthed out of tragedy or something like that or like I'm going to fucking die if I don't do this kind of attitude. Um, it's either this or I'm dead kind of thing, like rappers or something like that. It's like either I fucking rap or I die on the streets or, you know, <laughs> like I should talk about it, but I fucking, like I know anything about it. But it's just that kind of, uh, that do or die mentality. Um, but yeah, I've never, I just, I've never been there. Um, so I've never fully taken those steps, never forced myself to, even though I've been sad, it's just never been like that sad, I guess. Like not quite turning the edge or on a ledge or having, looking down the barrel of a gun or anything like that. Not, I'm just not quite like that, even at my lowest points, um, I get mad and I want to like punch everything and like punch myself, but, uh, I don't like, um, not like killing myself. Like I've never been like close to actually doing that, having a psychotic episode like that. Um, but yeah, I've just always felt like a closer to the comedian type. Like that's just my type. That's my, philosophy on life I guess is to laugh and you know you gotta laugh to keep from crying gotta laugh to keep from crying I think that's Kanye West but he actually did go crazy um unless he's just a giant troll maybe he likes Trump bizarre that's real bizarre uh that album he made, I guess, I guess it was like two albums ago. I can't, I think he put out a new one, but the one before that, or the Poopity Scoop song, was just some of the most bizarre shit. I mean, hilariously bizarre. And if it was like him yeah, having a psychotic moment, thinking it was actually good, that's one thing. I mean, that's that's one thing, and that it's like, fucking, what the fuck? This is a weird snapshot into somebody having an some kind of manic episode <laughs> uh, thinking this is good, but or it's like a total troll and he's just like completely, he is just his old smart rational self. And then maybe not rational, but he did go a little off the handle for sure, but that's the fame. But he, you know, he could have just been trolling everybody because of the fame, because you kind of build up this thing where like, yeah, fuck everybody. If you get that kind of famous, you just like, you get weird. I mean, all of them, most of them, at least. Um, there's definitely some actors who are just quietly super famous, like a, a Tom Hanks or something. I don't think they're like totally fucked up from it, but certain types that are like usually musicians and people that are all look at me, 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 me. Um, 
Yeah. Um, let's see here. You know, there's a lot of people out there with radio shows. Um, you know, why not me? Why not me? My, I mean, tons of unqualified people. A lot of people were celebrities and now they have some kind of radio show or something, but there's also just random people on the radio. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But, uh, I just had this idea. Maybe I should just go try to get a meeting with somebody at Sirius XM or some kind of one of those radios. Yeah, Sirius. Satellite radio. Um, and just walk in and tell them, give me a channel. You know, if you give me a channel, I'll get people to listen. I have a real, I don't know if I could like, I can't, I don't know if I could be a bullshit artist type person and just, I, to have that confidence, fly into some, fly into California or whatever and have this meeting and just tell them they want to, they do want me. They do want to hire me. You won't, you won't regret it. Just put me on there and people will listen. That's it. I walk in and just be like, hey, I'm Tanner. I got nothing for you. I got nothing. I call this meeting because I think you should give me a show. Just give me a show. It's a show about nothing. Just put me on the air and you will have a radio you will it will work out people will listen you know and they might i <laughs> fantasize of course about it because i'm a fucking this is what i do i create scenarios in my head and i don't have anyone to tell me that they're crazy they're not i mean not crazy but i just mean like obviously i know that this isn't going to happen but um what if i did what if i did that you know just Set up an actual meeting, like a pitch meeting for them. Walk in there, a n- complete nobody, out of nowhere, no resume, no nothing. Not like, uh, not even I was on radio, I'm an ex-broadcaster, I got this idea for a show, or I'm a fucking celebrity or musician that had this thing. I'm a, a writer for some big, d- for, for some magazine, or I'm into politics, Any anything like that. I just nothing, I'm just some fucking guy. Um... And I just walk in and just say, just give me a show. I'll do, I want to work, <laughs> I want to be on the radio. Um, you know, maybe it would be so bold that they'd be like, what the fuck? Who does this guy think he is? And as long as, if I was like just super confident and, you know, convincing, you know, maybe they would, maybe that would be a thing, some crazy thing where like, this guy, he's got it, hey, um, but I don't have that, that kind of attitude or drive about it, like, I wouldn't be able to go in there and be like, oh, no, no, it's okay, I, <laughs> I don't have, I don't really have any experience, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing here, sorry, 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 um, be fun though that'd be cool 
just have a little radio show, a Howard Stern type thing, or um, whatever, Jim and Sam, uh, or any podcast, I guess it's the same thing, but, um, you know, if I had a platform like that, just to like, this guy's like, in the old days, you could go to your local radio station, maybe, and try to get a job, and try to become a radio, guy on the radio at your local station, and you'd, then that's your experience, you know, you'd have, you'd be on the air, and people would maybe enjoy listening to you, um, but now it's just so, just so much, so many out avenues, like, I could put this out online, I put it on YouTube, or I put it on fucking, whatever, SoundCloud, um, or Spotify, it's like, who's gonna find it, and listen to it, there's like a million to choose from, and there's all sorts of, like, most people have some kind of giant, grand scheme, you know, a, uh, I've thought so many times about what I wanted to do for my podcast. What did I want to do? And so I just I just decided to buy the shit so that I could just do something and this is this is all I really want to do. I just want to like have an outlet to to drop all my crazy ideas and um thoughts. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's probably pretty dumb. Overall, I mean, if you, to listen to at least, it's not dumb that I'm trying, that I'm just like interested in it. I feel like <coughs> my voice is starting to, my larynx is starting to hurt from talking so much, which I don't like. I don't like that about my voice. I used to be able to kind of sing. Sometimes I can, but God, what is with my fucking, my ears and my throat just like, they get so sore so quickly. Sometimes I think it's because I have to yell so loud when I sing because my ears are all clogged up as well. Like, just constantly. And sometimes, like, they'll just pop and I'll just be like, oh, my God. Like, how long has this fucking pressure been on my head? Like, fucking months and months. And then one day it'll just kind of go. I think it's the fucking weather. And then that has, like, I always, like, I'm talking too quiet. People can't fucking hear me. Uh, God, it's annoying. It's like it, the sound that I'm hearing in my ears, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I just don't project my fucking voice. I don't, I don't know what it is. I can if I try, obviously, but I have to, like, consciously do it. Um, maybe I'm, I'm I probably am alternating between my two voices maybe that's that's probably fucking normal i don't fucking know all i know is my voice box starts to hurt if i'm talking too much like right now if i'm singing i used to love love doing that it made me feel like i had some kind of talent it wasn't like fucking amazing of course i'm not like an actual like a classically trained singer or anything but uh, god damn it. it pisses me off that i just can't even do it right now can't even fucking carry a tune anymore. I mean, sometimes briefly, but my voice box just does not fucking cooperate. And I constantly wonder why, why, why. But I know the answer. It's probably because I fucking smoke weed. You're just smoking too much and your throat's all fucked up, you dumbass. Jesus. It's like you fucking know exactly 
you know exactly what it is and you don't and you fucking ignore it completely but i quit smoking weed for a while many times i've well several times i've quit um for long periods 6 months a year you know i was so fucking bored the last time i just was doing the same shit i was coming home just watching tv and just like whatever whatever just like kind of hanging out doing stuff with friends like it's not it wasn't like i got this great like i started like i invented the next fucking iphone or whatever the fuck it is but you know i didn't fucking learn to fucking i didn't i didn't advance any at all but maybe i'm already too fucked you know Although if if this what I'm doing right now is is an advancement and this is really all it is, I can just fucking shit all over the microphone when I'm high, um, then that'd be amazing. And I guess that in and of itself would be me taking that step. Um, <coughs> let's see. What's well, a good time to do it? Should I just talk forever? You know? Just feel like maybe just this practice, I should just keep doing it. Keep talking for a long time. Um maybe hour and a half will be you know, I guess that that's a, a decent time. Um a lot of podcasts are about an hour to hour and a half. Sometimes I feel like they're too short. Um but definitely feel it more often than not that they're too long. Like I'm not gonna listen to a fucking three hour interview with Joey Diaz every two months on your mom's house or well your mom's house has a lot, like half interview half of their own what they do. Um but some of those what did I just see the on that network, the honeydew. I like him but like I can't just listen to like six hours of of them chit chatting, and yet like if I follow podcasts, it's like I would if it was Larry David on there or Bill Burr talking to being interviewed by Ryan Sickler or whoever just whoever it is. I just he was the example of one I just saw, but if it was somebody I really loved, like Larry David being interviewed. I would probably listen to the full three hours, no problem. Um, but if it was just somebody I like, what if it was? How do I put this? Like even Bill Burr, I love. Bill, I would watch Bill Burr on anything. But if it's him interviewing other people all the time, I don't think I would watch it all the time. Even if it was three hours long with somebody I. I think it's funny maybe, but not like amazing. It's not like my favorite, favorite thing that I want to like, you know, get everything I can out of them. Um, I listen to everything that they do. Yeah. I don't know. Some of that's just too long. It's just too long. Conan actually is, I was going to say maybe his are too short sometimes, but that's only because of the ones that I really, really wanted to have a longer episode. Um, you know, but I guess that's what you got to do. Sometimes I'll go a little bit longer, but, um, sometimes, I mean, the internet interview ends up being like 20, 30 minutes only. 
um, of an hour-long podcast because he does a lot of little bits and skits or talking with Sona and all that. Um, but uh, let's see. Yeah. I don't know. Hour and a half is a good time. Basically is all I was trying to say. Um, that way you get, you know, you get enough content. Are you satisfied? You don't get sick of the person? (laughs) (coughs) Gotta leave that in. Not gonna edit that out. No, sir. Oh, I bet this guy's a human. Sometimes. (sighs) Fuck. Let's see, what else? What else can I bore you with and be like, all what I'm trying to do is fill up an hour and a half of things like where other people like me would listen to it and be like, who the fuck cares about that? Like, I'm talking about my microphone stand. Why, why would anybody care about my microphone stand? You know, I just hope that, oh God, I just keep saying it. I just hope that maybe they'll like the way I talk about things. And that's, I guess, that's what I like about certain people. Um, you know, they can talk about any subject. It's like, I don't, I don't care about your fucking trip to the mall today to buy shoes at all. But if you're just funny and you, you're anecdotal along the way, maybe it'll work. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Of course, I think I am. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this. But, I've, you know. Again, the narcissism. Um, okay, now I'm repeating myself. What else can I talk about? I'm starting to get a little tired here. Maybe I should call it. Ugh. Let's see. What else is going on in my life? Oh, got work. Um, I guess I could talk about how I'm still afraid of women um not because of what happened to me with my girlfriend cheated on me you know and past traumas and stuff like that but just i've always been um you know oh i guess it has a lot to do with the putting myself out there that i used to hate giving speeches get in front of classes get in front of people when i'm waiting even just in like a large circle and like at work when they're like let's introduce ourselves and and uh talk to the and well you know when we have a bunch of new people we have a meeting and we go around the room and everyone says a little thing about themselves i'm tanner and (laughs) here's this is what i'm all about when i'm sitting there waiting i'm getting so nervous it's just like a quick thing if i was the first one to go and they're like let's do this i'd be like oh okay and i might just say it but me thinking about what i'm going to say in front of everybody even though I know everybody there and I've been established, I've been there for five years, I still just like, I get so nervous, nervous waiting for my turn to say it. By the time it gets to me, it's just like, I'm a fucking mess and I say it all nervous and it's just terrible. Ugh. I hate that. I wish I just didn't think about shit so much like that. I, ugh. It's fucking terrible. really holds you back sometimes. Um... But anyway, it's the same thing. Same thing. I don't know. I'm afraid to put myself out there. 
And like, even this, I keep thinking like, I'll say something. I'm like, oh, I can't put that. I don't want anyone to hear that. I don't want anyone to hear that thought. But I got to push through that. Not necessarily just, like I said, don't be an asshole to everybody. and Just say what you mean. Fuck everybody else. I say what I feel. But I got to be able to express these thoughts at some in some outlet. And so I think this is the only way. So these thoughts that I'm saying, recording here, they don't necessarily reflect my social uh, thoughts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm so afraid to like date someone. I'm extremely picky. I can't fake an attraction. And I'm only attracted to a certain type of girl, you know, like I have a couple, you know, there's a couple different avenues, of course, but like, I can't, I just can't do it with certain, certain people. It's not a race thing. It's not, it's a body type thing. It's body type. I like the eyes. Um, and just a couple like just shapes, I guess. I don't even know how to put it. It's not the big tits. I it's not giant fat asses or anything. Um, it's just a face and body mix that I like. Um, but, uh, yeah, so a lot of people I feel like they just like want to be with somebody. Like they can't, so they just move into the next thing. If it was somebody likes them, it's like, I've heard this before, it's like, she likes you, why don't you go for it? It's like, well, you know, I don't fucking just want to be with somebody, just anyone, just because they like me. It's like, should I just be with whoever just likes me the most? Like, what if I don't fucking like spending time with them? <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'm extremely picky, obviously. I've people like if you're hearing this, you're probably just like, "Oh God, what an asshole!" But I'm not like a fucking asshole all the time. Um, actually, most of the time I'm super nice. People think I'm nice at first. I am nice, but I I do say a lot of just like I I like to talk shit and like give like give people shit. And, you know, people aren't always into that. Um, well, they might be like half the time and sometimes they're not like me. Same thing. I get sensitive. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. So like, it just takes that special lineup of like, um, you know, oh, I'm actually connecting with you and you're easy to talk to and you're fucking gorgeous and I like you. Like it's, yeah. So that doesn't, just doesn't happen that often. Um, a lot of those times that that's going well, then I chicken out, something like that, and then I never see that person again. Um, those are the chances I need to, uh, need to take over. Like last night, the just beautiful girl, and I, I felt like I made the joke about Moana, and she was singing that song, and she was leaving, and she's just smiling. I mean, she just, that's the other thing, is she's just so fucking gorgeous. It's like, I feel like she's smiling just for me. I'm not a nice I'm not a nice guy guys don't worry. Um or an incel. Ooh. I'm involuntarily celibate. Um no, but I just, you know, it's hard sometimes when she's a beautiful person, a girl or guy just smiles at you you're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, they maybe they like me." You know. Um But, you know, sometimes you get those little moments, and I just, I felt like last night, it's like, 
I made the joke. We had a little quick moment. She was just smiling. Like, it was almost like waiting for me to, like, I, p- I probably could have said, like, hey, let's just fucking go. Let's go watch Moana together. Because um, she was singing Moana. And I I brought up my niece and all that stuff. But um, anyway. Um, <coughs> yeah, I, I just got to take those chances because there are very few and far between. I mean, as a bartender, I got more chances than most. And I should... Actually, I had two girls last night, but I was just in a very... I had uh, my charm on 150% last night, and I thats I can't fucking keep that ever um, consistent in my life. Um, I can't keep my... Some days I just have like a little draw about me, and I'm in a good mood, and people like it. Other days, I am not... Like, you don't want to be anywhere near me. Um, but yeah, I'm... S- I'm 32 years old and I'm still afraid to talk to pretty girls um, I'm not afraid to talk to just any old girl there's definitely ones that are beautiful and I'm a- very attracted to that I you know these are the ones I need to make that move on before it's too late some of them I've missed the opportunity or something like that and I feel like I can't it's too late or they're seeing somebody now but um Yeah, I don't. I don't just want to like. If I do, I I don't mind having like a one night stand hookup thing. But it's definitely that if I'm not fully into them, like that, I do not want to do it with somebody I work with, obviously, or somebody I would see anywhere near work, or a friend of somebody at work. I mean, a lot of those things. I don't want them talking about my fucking dick. I don't want them just like. Then everybody knows, like. I've already made a couple of those mistakes. One of the girls would never say anything. She doesn't fucking talk to anyone. And, you know, she's just, you know, and the other one, I feel like everybody, she probably told everybody every fucking little personal detail that I ever let her know. Um, obviously, I didn't tell her everything because we weren't that close. But she knows all about my my dick size and all that stuff. And I'm sure tons of people know about it. But I also think she told a lot of people good things because she always loved me. Um, you know, you know, just in a whatever easy way of saying that she love you, love you. She always really liked me. Um, and then also maybe did actually love me. <laughs> um, come to find out way later, of course. Not that I really care because I was never really into it anyway, uh, fully like that. Probably because of my old relationship when I was fully, fully in love, head over heels, very just like a child kind of had these ideas where I just, this is it. I was going to meet somebody and get married and that was it. I always wanted just one person like my grandfather did. You know, I always, I respected him and loved him for that so much. Um, I mean, my parents also have that too. I just grew up and saw like the the fighting side of it as well. So it, I think my grandparents like held a bigger, just like a more mm, storybook kind of version of it, you know, where it just seemed like they were perfect all the time. And there's probably tons of moments of them not being perfect and like fighting or whatever, whatever else. I don't even know. Um, and so with my parents, I'm not <laughs> I don't think of it the same way. Um, 
But yeah, I just always wanted one person and I'm still just waiting for that. And it's going to be the right person when I do. I just hope I just need to take more chances and try to find him more. But I can't besides randomly meeting these women like here and there. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm so bad. I don't. I don't look good on paper. I don't look good on Tinder. My pictures are terrible. Like most, a lot of people. Sometimes I feel like I'm. People tell me I'm just like super handsome, and other times I'm like, this is a fucking squid man, fucking just disgusting blob of a man. Um, not just fat, but just like I get all. I just feel like I look dumpy, and I feel like when I feel like that, everyone else feels like that and then other days i'm just people are just like drawn you know i guess that's everyone if you're just like if you're put on a good vibe people pick up on it whatever that means um but yeah i'm not i don't look good on tinder like i just i don't know what to say i swear to god i match with girls i'm that's a place where i can filter out you know, my uh, my shitty view on uh, what, you know, I can filter, I can get, you know, I can match with tons of girls who look the way I want and then filter that out to like, what are they actually into? Of course, I can't really tell because it's so fake. I always feel like it's just the profiles are just, you can never tell anyone in like three sentences. It's whatever people think about themselves is usually not exactly correct like oh, i'm just a nice girl who likes this and oh god you spend fucking time with this person they are awful to be around they treat waiters like crap or whatever it is um anyway so I, I have a really hard time just like coming up with a blurb sometimes i'll think of something funny and it'll stick for a minute and then i don't know like i'll i don't know how to chat i don't know how to chat or talk uh, through text I don't, I always just like, I'll get a, um, I'll get a message or I'll send a message and it'll work and I'll actually get a response, which is like one out of every 10 or something like that. Um, well, maybe not, maybe a little bit more than that. Cause I don't always send messages either if I'm not fully into it. Um, but, uh, <coughs> Like, I'll just send something, and I try to make a joke. I don't know. I don't think I'm super, I'm not, like, making super offensive, dirty jokes or anything in this situation, but I just make some joke about whatever it is we're talking about or something from their profile, and it's just, like, instant, like, they'll respond once, and I'll say something like, like, this girl, I said her spirit animal was a possum the other day, and I just said, oh, wow, possums. I used to be terrified of possums. Like, and we, uh, she responded once, it was something, and a response, and it was just like, oh, man. Um, I used to be terrified of possums, LOL, haha. Like, and then I said something, and then I had this moment with one. Um, I didn't go into the full details, but, like, what happened was I hit it with my car, and then I was, like, I was actually, <laughs> it was pretty bad. I was a little bit drunk, and I was in high school, driving home. Um, probably too drunk to be driving, but not like blacked out, not by any means. 
Um, definitely too drunk to be driving, but not blacked out because I remember everything from it. But I, I hit a, I hit the possum, and I just was like, oh fuck, I'd never hit like an animal before. In my car, it was late at night, totally dark country road. Um, but uh, hit the possum, and I was just like in a weird state of mind. I was probably high too, um, and I was just like, oh man fuck I just killed that thing and so I went back and I decided I just like shined the light on it and I was like watching it I just like kind of watched it die and I cried and I was just like I had this moment of like oh my god like I was gonna force myself to like to feel bad about it was my idea it wasn't like a watch like I want to watch it die it was more just like I wanted to experience like like punish myself almost like I want you to like experience that like go back and look at it and say your piece I cried and I felt bad I was like I was in a obviously because I was drunk and high I think just like (laughs) even though it was fucking so ugly I mean that thing was so gross possums are just nasty but in that moment I did have that experience I do remember it to this day it's not I can't say that about anything but there's definitely moments like that that I've had where I will never forget um anyway <laughs> pretty weird um <coughs> anyway i i just said that to the girl i said like oh the possums used to scare me haha um we used to have them out where i grew up and she's like oh blah blah and i said yeah and then i had this one moment i changed it everything was kind of a heartfelt moment and then she like unfriended me just like why and this happened something else happened with the girl uh, unfriend unmatched me um, it was like the same day I had sent a message. She responded. It was like, LOL, <laughs> or like something like that. And then I sent another message and then it was like unfriend, unmatch. And I didn't like, I wasn't like being offensive. I just don't understand. Is it like you have that high of standards? Either the only thing I can think of is like either A, I'm not very attractive and they're like, oh, yeah, this guy is actually ugly. And so they they unswipe, take it away. They take the match away from me, and they're like, oh, no, not this guy. Or, like, I mean, it, I just, I give, I guess I have, give people way more chances than that just to see what they're all about, you know, explain themselves. It's not like I hear one sentence from them through a text, and I'm just like, oh, I'm not interested in this person. Nah. Like, fuck that. I don't understand. Like, even if I thought their response was kind of lame and I was like, okay, that's what they're into. Like, if they're, like, being nice or whatever, you know, give them a fucking chance because they're just fucking nervous. And if you do care about, like, I don't want to be with somebody who's nervous. It's like, why? Why? You – I don't understand. Just fucking – I really don't. I don't understand how to do it. I get so discouraged by it, how to date <coughs> – I mean, I don't know. I blame the modern times and these kids, but this should be my era. I definitely have older parents, so I feel like maybe that's... I felt like I've always been a little bit, like, older era. Like, I'm fine with electronics and new age stuff, and I'm I'm in the know with common... I know, like, newer music and stuff like that. I'm not, like, totally just, like, an old shit only. But I just... But, like, as far as my sensibilities go and my just kind of like manners and stuff like that in general, just like treating people 
I don't know, a little bit different. I, a lot of people still have that, but um, <clears throat> um, I had to stop that because I lost my train of thought again. Um, but yeah, the uh, I don't know, just dating on this day and age is it's tough. Um, I don't really get it. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't I don't present myself like that. Like it's like a it's my same issue with jobs and stuff like that. Like I can't just like everything just seems so formulaic and fake. Like they just you just write what they want to hear no matter what. At both of those positions, this is just kind of the world we're starting to live in where it's just everyone's just the fucking same. They just say the same shit. It's like you get this description of my barley see this description of my barley job and it feels so fucking like how can anyone live up to these fucking standards and i look at people that are in these high level positions especially i mean at my work and it's like you're not really hitting all these like corporate bullet points here are you doing all this shit like ability to maintain perfect excellence and attendance and like make sure everyone's doing everything perfectly like i'm sure the gm's um whatever the the job description sheet that they have for every position i'm sure it says all that stuff where it's like expertly perform your duties without any without fail on time and anything like it's just so impossible and these are the standards that our entire country and businesses are built upon and it's i think it's fundamentally fucking ruining our country this the corporate model of like what you write down on paper about how a business should run and how people should run it. It's like, yeah, it's like the formula thing. It's like, yeah, you get how to do it. We can follow these guidelines, but you act like it's, we're going to be perfect. And that's not humanity. Humanity is fucking imperfect. So there's no way. There's no way to just write a little blurb about yourself. And it's like exactly who you are. There's no way to fucking, to perform a, a, to all the job duties at all times perfectly, no matter fucking what. There's no way to do that. And I know that they do, they don't expect actual total perfection, but when push comes to shove, they will use that as like, I'm going to fucking get rid of you because you didn't, you weren't perfect, you know? You forgot to clean your fucking, this spot right here on this side of the room. Um, if you forgot to, whatever put a cap on this one thing you're fired you're not perfect you said you were gonna be perfect perfect um yeah you can't it's just this is hard to uh, i don't even know what i'm saying well, i guess i do and that is something i've thought about before it's a big idea um okay let's see let me get my bar lead description form here all right lead bartender reports to operations manager uh the lead bartender is responsible for motivating and driving the bar program by inspiring staff to achieve excellence in product and service. 
I'm achieving excellence. The position will work closely with the bar staff, floor managers, and company beverage director to create and develop system structure and a caring environment in which the expectations of the bar staff are clearly defined and organized. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. <coughs> these are like guidelines, but it's just like, okay, these bullet points down here. Um, fully understand and effectively perform all service techniques and standards as listed in the service and bartending manual job description. Um, yeah, basic stuff. Assist in bar operations, assist in management. Um, let's see. Any and all tests will be administered, corrected, and returned to the trainee by the lead bartender in a 48-hour period. I mean, this is all just some of this stuff is just like, yes, you're going to be doing this. You're going to be reporting to this person. Um, build guest relations through recognition of regulars and driving repeat business. Communicate progress and ability of bar personnel to managers based on on-the-floor observations and encounters, as well as all shift observations assist team with ma with maintaining and counting inventory levels or I don't know maybe I'm just freaking out about it I just feel like it's just maintaining excellence product product and service it's very just uh, it's just stale yeah I, sterile that's the word I'm looking for not stale um, Yeah, I don't know. We're just we're watering everything down and making it all when you when you remove the humanity from the situation, just like I was saying with like I mean, making art based on algorithms and what people you think people want to listen to or watch and listen to. People want to watch what's good. If you make something, you don't have to just recreate all the same shit all the time and water it down. You can stand out and people will like it because of that because that's what's always happened the the weird stuff that maybe somebody disregards or doesn't watch and then it comes out and it's like it has this cult following and then everyone loves it later on and then that becomes something that people just ma mimic and like imitate over and over and then you get a million uh things of the same genre you know music movies everything has those kinds of trends but anytime you come up with something new so that's why following the algorithm is like yeah you're putting out types of things that you think people like based on this computer uh, thing and or uh, this computer you know algorithm looking at what you watch so let's give them more of that it's like people most people they think they like that stuff and then they'll probably get tired of it if they put out a bunch of bad shit they're not going to like that kind of stuff anymore um, but it's been shown every time you you make something of quality people will flock to it um, but I, I I do think that th that's like part of the issue in, in business these days I don't know if this is oh god always on time attendance is in accordance employee understands is an, and is efficient in the use of hot schedules and can accurately request time off switch sleeps release and pick up shifts employee in a proper uniform is presentable at all times during the shift employee has proper tools to complete the functions of the job Shirt and pants and pressed, not wrinkled. Shoes are polished, not to be dirty. Anticipate guest needs and being prepared to accommodate them. Okay, that's like the most fucking general shit ever. 
ensure that every guest leaves happy. Every, oh, yeah, that's a fucking impossible. Able to maintain, this is the page I was looking for, able to maintain high service standards at all times. <laughs> yeah, when fucking 40 people are staring at you waiting for their fucking drinks. Increased awareness around levels of intoxication and over-service issues. Requires ID for guests ordering alcohol under the age of 40. Oh, boy, okay, yeah, I need to do that. Guess 40. Guess complaints are minimal. Okay, I guess that's fair. At least I threw that in there. Management is informed of all guest complaints brought to lead bartender's attention. I've never received any feedback of anyone's complaints officially. I've only heard rumors here and there. Um, I've definitely never heard anything positive unless it was from one of us. Um, <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I, what it goes linking it to the algorithm thing and the business models and stuff like that is just if you try to run business like run a business like on paper you write down what it's supposed to be exactly what you want and how this place should run and you have this whole idea and then you put it into the people and having the humans actually run this thing it doesn't quite work because it's not going to be it's just not going to be perfect like they want it to be and I feel like that humanity taken out of it, like people, people will come to our business if it's unique, if it's fun, people that love it. We only need people, we only need the people that truly love our place. We don't need to water everything in down and be fucking perfect. You know, we try to appeal to everybody to get everyone to come, but that will lose like our diehard followers of people that are actually, you know, really like our place like everybody really likes some places and some people you know that place is different for everyone what they just like a unique atmosphere we, ju we just need to do exactly just be ourselves is what i'm trying to say we need to be ourselves and people that like our venue will come and they'll stay and that's all the only people we need to cater to we don't need to cater to everybody all the time it'd be absolutely perfect um because then you won't have anybody who loves you and they'll chew up and spit you out and leave you because once the next hot thing is out there you know it's not and that goes for everyone in the general public when there's something a fad going on like everyone can fall for it but then there's places that are just places and things that people just will always love you know pop music is a fad there's things like jazz people fucking love and will always just love jazz and like it's not for everybody but that's fine they're just gonna keep doing what they're gonna do i don't like jazz i'm just saying i mean i don't hate 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 it especially as i'm around it a lot but um it's not i've never listened to it on my own and i w probably will never um i mean fully i will maybe on, on accident here and there but, uh, <coughs> oh, God, my train of thought. It's like I get on these, these points, I feel like I have a good point to make, and I fucking lose it. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, anyway, just fucking, basically compare stuff to sports a lot but I feel like we should run businesses like the Seahawks run their football team it's a player centric player centric atmosphere um, which I think 
places could benefit to being more employee centric, like in in their benefit too. It's not just like obviously I'm on that side, so I'm gonna fight for that. And I know a lot of people screw things up for everyone else, but you should be focused on making your employees happy at all costs. You know, I mean, let them express themselves, be themselves, you know. As long as everyone's in on what you're trying to do, then it's going to work. You don't need to, like, force them to be something that they're not. Um, anyway. Let's see here. A lot of big ideas here. Dropping them big ideas. Wow. If only I could have a uh, formulated, a uh, formulated theory to say without just going on tangents. Because I definitely, I feel like there's something I missed in that that I really wanted to expand upon, and I had a good point. I was linking everything from Tinder and. Um, <laughs> Tinder and dating to fucking uh, jobs but yeah I guess it's just the sterilization and water just like everything has to be the same and equal you know they talk about businesses just kind of having it's like you only get responses from girls if you're fucking just basic fucking just say nothing exciting nothing interesting at all that's maybe what it is. Like, I try to be too clever, too whatever, and they're just like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know about you. Um, God, I sound so bitter. I'm not really day-to-day. -day. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, dating, like, when girls get to know me, it's usually, it's definitely way better. Like, I'm terrible on paper. I don't know why. It's just like, I guess that relates to my point. Again, reiterating, um, of just trying to write something down on paper and expecting it to be, to play out, expecting humans to play out just like that. Like you try to write a blurb about yourself and this is me in three sentences or one sentence um, will never be the case. And just like running a business is like, okay, this is, we're going to have this person perform all duties, blah, 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 like, this entire page of like just be fucking perfect do your job you know train me how to do the job and i'll do it i'll do it fine you know you you have this idea of how your business is going to run like at our place it's a chaotic dinner theater um and they always make decisions based on th the idea of what they want the place to be rather than highlighting their accenting their attributes or whatever what highlighting their their best qualities you know instead of taking what's best about what you have and like leaning into that and you know you got to use what you have regardless instead of trying to make people be what you want it to be i guess is what i'm trying to say um yeah, now all of this, all the decisions I feel like are made from this idea of like, well, we want it to be this, but it's never been that. It's impossible to get to that from everyone that's ever worked there. 
You know, they want it to be fancy dining, but also like raucous fucking just drunk concert place, place to <laughs> fucking get wasted and go watch music. And that's just a weird combination, you know? The p- kind of people that love the triple door are not the people that come there for like, people don't go there to fucking, I wasn't going to say the name, damn it. Oh, anyway, wait, I just remember, no one's going to listen, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but people that go there love to, like, watch music. They go there for the music first and foremost, not for fine dining experience. But we do have food, and it's pretty good. So it's just, it's a weird combo. But instead, they, they keep leaning into the, that part of it and expecting it to work but that those two types of personalities don't clash like a pretentious like i'm all about my wine and my food i do not clash with just like getting drunk and watching a concert like you can have the good food and it doesn't have to be shitty and like poorly made it can be the same exact food it just matters how you present it and everything else at the restaurant (laughs) You know, you promise this fine dining and then things get really busy and there's a massive drunk crowd around you all of a sudden. It's like, this is not what I expected from my fine dining experience. I wanted to be wine and dine. I wanted to be talked about the food. People just love coming up to you and being like, I am going on so many tangents, of course. Just like, here's what I mean. Here's what I want. I don't want to get the wrong thing. It's just they think they're fucking so goddamn important that I really do feel like this is a Seattle thing and everybody here, they're all just fucking in it. All these rich fucking yuppie fucks just pisses me off. I don't know. It's probably the same in other places and I'm just, I don't know though. I really don't. I really think this is a symptom of our our increasingly disgusting culture we've, <laughs> we've got here. And don't get me wrong. I am a liberal person and all this stuff. I just like, has nothing to do with any of that politics stuff. I'm just going to, quickly move away from that but it just has to do with this attitude of just and like what you're into are you everyone thinks they're special because you have a fucking because you like food or like and you're a dog you're just basic so many fucking basic fucking people here who just don't have personality i don't know it's either like totally wacko and insane or just like totally bland and boring um which i guess is just pretty common everywhere i don't know and that's kind of i feel like that i don't know just the way people are at restaurants i think that's that's probably more spread than it's probably not just seattle there's tons of different types of people here but um those the more unique ones are leave are definitely more on the way out because you know it's too expensive to fucking live here um but god they'll just <laughs> another tangent they just come up and fucking they just they want to talk about everything and want to just know everything about the I sound so like such an asshole uh they just want to spend so long, like, asking about the food and how's this, what's this, what do you think? Like, who cares what I think? 
everyone has different taste buds. It's not like the same. That's that's what I don't get. It's like you just believe whatever. It's like if I tell you it's amazing, you're gonna like it. If I tell you, I mean, I hate it's the amount of times I've been like, hey, how do you like the roaming buffalo? And I'm like, eh, they're like, no, I don't want it. I could tell by your reaction, it's no good. And it's just like, I don't like it. And I wasn't like, I don't like it. No, I was gonna tell you, you know, I I don't like it. But that doesn't mean it's bad. You could, lots of people really love it. I don't like bourbon. <laughs> I don't like apricot liqueur. But some people fucking love. People only drink bourbon. I don't like it. So I I don't know what to tell you. And it's like they're like disappointed in that fact that I don't know everything or like I don't just tell them what they want to fucking hear. It's like it's so fucking annoying. If it sounds good to you, get it. You know, who cares what I think? I'll make it for you. Make it as good as I can. But I don't care to sit here and just like chit chat with you about what you want to eat or drink for the next five minutes like like it's that important of a fucking decision it's like if i was helping somebody decide like on what house to buy and they're like it's such a hard decision help me like decide like tell me the ins and outs and the good things about this fucking house and why this house is i might like this like that's a big decision that you're trying to like of course the people trying to sell them the house are just trying to make money so they're gonna take it from money angle most of them um how much more money can I get out of them? But have them buy the expensive house. Anyway, um, but if it was like a more important decision, I just feel like they think they're so special that they fucking are that way with food. Even like you're so you're so disconnected. You're so fucking just blind. Irritates me. I don't know. Now take me through what what is your food profile like? Uh, well, I fucking, it's Chinese food. It tastes good. Do you want some? You know, salty. Not all of it, but like soy sauce is fucking salty. You know? What do you fucking, what do you want? Every, how do you not understand that? How do you not understand that everyone's got different taste buds and that everyone has different opinions in the matter? That's just everyone that just fucking blends in with everything I'm always mad about that I'm just fucking ranting on for the last half an hour is just everyone just has to be the same. You have to all agree on like, this is good. This is good. This is what everyone loves. It's like, I don't like it, but maybe you will. That's fine. We don't even need to fuck. It's not a thing. It's not a fucking big deal. You can be different and unique. Give it a chance. Jesus Christ. TV shows food fucking uh, I don't know dating saying saying anything just opening your mouth in general like just most people flock end up flocking to if you're just genuine and it does work for me I feel like it does work for me because I don't fall into the pit of just like corporate responses or just like I don't pretend to love bourbon just because that's going to sell it. I don't pretend to know anything about wine because I don't and I don't care. I don't care at all about wine culture. I fucking hate it. Not all of it. I mean, I like Somali, the Somalis that I know, and I I think wine is, a lot of wine, it tastes really good. And that's it. And if you like the taste of it, that's great. But these people that order, like, 
they want to taste every fucking wine before they do I just don't know if that's what I'm looking for tonight. So many people are like that. I'm just not sure if this is what I want for my night, you know? And then just the other night, somebody's like, I just got to make sure she changed her order like three times. And she was even a bartender, which I couldn't believe. I don't, I barely believe it. She probably was for like a day. She doesn't have the fucking grit. Um, but the girl next to her, she's like, you know, I get it. Sometimes you just got to have what you want to have. Like, I, I mean, if I order something and I don't love it, that's fine. I don't love it. I'll order something else. I'll probably drink it. Or I really, if it's really, really bad, you know, it has to be excruciatingly bad for me to not drink it. And I'd probably still pay for it. Um, that goes for food, too. It's like, just fucking eat it. It may not be what you had your heart set on before you left the house. Nothing is, you fucking twat. And I don't mean that sexually and any gender or anything like that. But just fucking like in a British fucking twat. Just fucking. I don't even know. Um, I do know that I've hit the two hour mark here. And um, there's probably a lot of things. There might be some good things on here actually. There might be a lot that's just fucking God. This fucking asshole. That's okay, though. I think that's the point of this. Um, I think a lot of people were like a lot of it. Potentially. Um, maybe even agree with me. And those are the only people I want anyway. And I'm not saying, fuck you, everyone else. I hope I hope everyone likes it, really. But uh, these are just my opinions. Some of them... Um, I don't think I said anything too offensive... 2020 um, but maybe some things which think oh he's coming from a bad place there I don't like his outlook on that that's fine I don't care hopefully you like part of it or you don't listen again but maybe you know somebody who will like it um, yeah I think that's it I'm gonna hit the hay call it good thanks for listening um Peace out, as they say. Oh, God, that was so lame. I'm sorry. Um, bye. Um, oh, I've got to find my 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 sign-off. It's definitely not peace out, as they say, because nobody says that. Me and my friends used to say that. God, here we go. I'm done. I'm done. Well, we used to say peace out all the time. I guess we still do. Yo, peace out. I know. I, I don't think I feel like... I guess people still say it. That's just what we said. It's like saying tight. Tight. That's kind of ironic now. Um, anyway, so over and out. Good night and good luck. Uh, sayonara. Hasta la vista, baby. Um, uh, Avida saying, well, that's all. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Um, abadi, 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 that's all, folks. I had the abadi right. Um, let's see, let's, what's another, what's another sign-off I could say, because I just can't stop talking two minutes of signing off here. Um, well, you know, sometimes eat the bear, and sometimes the bear eats you. Um, you know, it's been real great here.
Um, it's me signing off now. This is me signing off. Um, it's a classic sign off from me. Uh, here it is. My Rick and Morty style impression of just kind of uh, improvising and saying things that don't fully go, uh, you know, just like that. All right. Well, have a good night. Bye.